Hi, fellow Texas questers. This is Diane Bays. Welcome to my How Big is Texas podcast. This podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, my amusement, and to tell you a little something about the Lone Star State. Feel free to add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on social media at How Big is Texas or on my blog, HowBigIsTexas.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast production. Now let's get started with today's Texas Quest. When you think of things to see in the Lone Star State, many people think of those iconic places like the Alamo in San Antonio, the Texas Capitol in Austin, or Paladura Canyon in the Panhandle. As a native Texan, I love all those locations, but there's something about the quirky and eccentric Texas places that makes me smile. When I wrote a blog about this, I chose 10 locations, but I decided to add five more for my podcast. I just couldn't resist. So let's get started. Number one, Prada Marfa in far west Texas. I admit the Big Bend region is one of my favorite places in Texas, maybe the world. Of course, since I haven't seen all the world, perhaps I'm making a bigger statement than I should, but I don't think so. I don't know of anywhere else in the world with a fake storefront in the middle of nowhere with nothing to sell. Well, aside from the recently demolished cinder block building outside of Marathon, also in the Big Bend region, that was painted to resemble a target. Since I'm not a big shopper, I really like visiting Prada Marfa. I save money, take a few photos, and watch others get their pictures taken in front of this weird location in the Texas Mountain Trail region. Oh, and one more important thing. It's between Valentine and Van Horn, so if you look for it in Marfa, you'll never see it. Number two, Cadillac Ranch in the Panhandle. When my husband Dan and I were traveling in the RV a few years ago, we spent a week in Amarillo. Yes, we visited Paladura Canyon a few miles down the road outside of Amarillo. It's the second largest canyon in the United States. It's kind of a must-see. We found an RV park that happened to be down the road from the infamous Cadillac Ranch. Like everyone else who was in the cornfield of 10 Cadillacs buried halfway in the dirt, we purchased spray paint at a local hardware store and had a party spraying the cars. Initially, I felt like I was breaking the laws and in any other location, this practice would have been frowned upon, but not in Amarillo. Spray paint to your heart's content. And if you want to take a little piece of Cadillac Ranch with you, head to Yellow City Stone where they make jewelry reclaimed from the art installation. Number three, Stonehenge in Odessa and Ingram. In Texas, we have not just one Stonehenge, we have two. Odessa is home to the Stonehenge replica located on the campus of the University of Texas of the Permian Basin and is actually a scale replica of the 5,000-year-old original in England. Stonehenge II in the small town of Ingram, located outside of Kerrville in the Texas Hill Country region, is not built to scale like the Odessa version, but it does have a bonus Easter Island statue. The things we do for entertainment in Texas. Number four, Fredericksburg Trade Days, the doll vendor. Hands down, one of the weirdest booths I've ever seen at an open-air market and maybe any flea market is the doll's head location at Fredericksburg Trade Days. This tiny space could give you nightmares. 
I have no idea if the owner ever actually sells anything, but I've always seen people browsing. My guess is that they're getting interior decorating ideas for Halloween using their children's leftover Barbie heads and body parts. You can find any number of interesting light fixtures in the booth, all sporting doll limbs and heads. So creepy. After a visit here, I recommend you stop at one of the many wineries in Fredericksburg to calm your nerves. Number five, the Rattlesnake Roundup in Sweetwater. I attended the Rattlesnake Roundup last year. Only a couple of hours from San Angelo, my home base, I'd enjoyed touring the town of Sweetwater previously with some Texas travel counselors and got to meet one of the Rattlesnake Wranglers up close and personal. I couldn't get past the fact that someone would actually choose to wrangle rattlers as a profession. I'm not a fan of snakes, and I don't know that I'll ever go back again, but it's been checked off the eccentric and quirky list that I didn't even know I made. Number six, the Million Barrel Museum in Monahans. No words can describe the museum in Monahans in the rich oil country of West Texas. The size of three football fields, the Million Barrel Museum is a giant cement oil tank. Designed in the 1920s to hold five million barrels of oil, it failed. In the 1950s, it was sealed and then filled with water. The theory was it could be used for water sports. The day after it opened, it closed because all the water seeped through. It failed. Now the location is a tourist attraction with additional buildings adjacent to it with museum quality exhibits. If at first you don't succeed. Number seven, the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Known for their special bonjour y'all greeting, Paris, Texas definitely stands out as quirky. The Eiffel Tower, one-tenth the size of the original in France, has been texified. Paris, Tennessee is also home to a replica of the tower, but the good citizens of Paris, Texas added a big red cowboy hat to the top of theirs so that the Lone Star version was taller. It reaches to a height of 65 feet and is the second tallest Eiffel Tower in the world. Number eight, the beer-drinking goat, Mayor Clay Henry in Lajitas. In a time of political distress, it's nice to find someone you feel comfortable enough to treat to a beer. The mayor of Lajitas in far west Texas is a beer-drinking goat named Clay Henry, and he knows how to put one away like no other. Unlike some politicians, this mayor lives in an unpretentious home, a goat pen on the north side of Highway 170. When I was visiting, Clay Henry showed me that he knew the value of visitors to the Big Bend region. He bellied up to the fence and enjoyed a cold one on me. Vote Clay Henry for president. Number nine, Tex, the giant cowboy in Conlon. Admittedly, I expected nothing when I drove through the town of Conlon in the Texas Panhandle during a perimeter tour of Texas I took in June of 2020. Since the town's population was only 19, I didn't want to get my hopes up. Appearing out of the West Texas sky like grain elevators normally did was a 20-foot cowboy with Tex on his belt buckle. Why he's here? I have no idea, but there was no way I wasn't going to stop and check it out for myself. The State Fair of Texas may have some competition with this big fella, so watch out, Big Tex. Number 10, Lukenbach, Texas. 
Located a few miles from the wine country of Fredericksburg, Luckenbach has a big reputation for a community of only a few people. Thanks to songwriters Bobby Emmons and Chips Moman, and the voice of Waylon Jennings with a little Willie Nelson thrown in, this song brought the town to life back in the 70s. Soon, Luckenbach became a household name. You never know what you'll see when you're there. It's fun to go at night for a show, but during the day, you might catch a musician picking a guitar while entertaining a lively audience of stray cats and roosters roaming around the premises. Number 11, The Munster Mansion in Waxahachie. Sandra and Charles McKee are apparently huge fans of the 1960s black-and-white TV show The Munsters, so much so that they have a house in Waxahachie that looks exactly like the show version. According to their Facebook page, they watched TV episodes numerous times in order to decorate the place so that they could replicate it as close as they could. The McKees mention that some pieces you see in the house are from the actual show and other pieces are not. They even host Munster Mansion Murder Mysteries. I loved the TV show The Love Boat when I was growing up, but the chances of me building a cruise ship in my backyard are pretty slim. Number 12, Glass Bathrooms in Sulphur Springs. While I've driven through Sulphur Springs a few times, I haven't stopped downtown to, well, relieve myself at the glass bathrooms in the downtown square. Considered an art installation by those who had them constructed in 2012, the toilets are made of one-way mirrors. So when you need to go, you can see everything on the outside, but no one can see you on the inside. I try to be a trusting person most days, but there's something so not right about this for me. The next time I'm in town, hopefully I'll be with someone else and I'll encourage them to make water and they'll be able to tell me what they see while they're doing the deed. In fact, while they're inside, I'll entertain them, maybe with a little interpretive dance. Number 13, the Oatmeal Canister Water Tower in Oatmeal. In the town of Oatmeal in Burnett County stands a 20-foot water tower in the shape of a box of three-minute brand oats. The town is home to the Oatmeal Festival, which I admit I have not attended, nor have I seen said water tower, but they are definitely on my list of things to see the next time in the Texas Hill Country. Too bad they don't include a vending machine with oatmeal packets to go. Number 14, Bridal Bit Bull between Haskell and Throckmorton. If you're driving on US 380 between Haskell and Throckmorton, you'll see something on the horizon that isn't immediately recognizable. As you get closer, you see that it's a large rusted steel longhorn, 22 feet tall and built by the artist Joe Barrington. With little to no trees in the area, aside from the occasional mesquite, this big old bull is a pleasant surprise when you finally get to him. Even though that particular stretch of road is a little hilly, you can still see Bridal Bit Bull for miles before you actually get there. Take a look for yourself when you drive the Texas Forts Trail region. And number 15, Jesus in Cowboy Boots Grave in Paris. I have never actually been to the gravesite of the late Willett Babcock at the Evergreen Cemetery in Paris, but I am determined to one day see it for myself. According to Atlas Obscura, Babcock had a great sense of humor, and prior to his death in 1881, he had a stonecutter make the design for his future internment. The 15-foot-high marker is a likeness of Jesus with his arms around a cross. While height is grander than your normal headstone, the thing that makes this marker stand above the rest 
is the fact that Jesus is wearing cowboy boots. Originally from the East Coast, Babcock obviously got to Texas as soon as he could and fell quickly into cowboy culture. I hope he is sitting with God right now and enjoying a good laugh every time someone stops by to see his very clever final resting place. If you like quirky and eccentric, try these on for size. Once you've experienced my list, make your own and share your favorites with me. This is only the tip of the iceberg of quirky and eccentric in Texas. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. You can also follow me at How Big Is Texas on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you like this podcast, please take the time to give us a Texas-sized friendly review. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, in Texas, safe travels.